This podcast is part of the Big Heads Media Podcast Network. Go to BigHeadsMedia.com for more great podcasts. Five minutes till the main event. Is this the way my life was spent? Now the winter of my discontent is about to turn a new year. The minister, he's pleading me to save myself. He's reading me apocalyptic verses from a book. I squint my eyes to look at him and said, Save your stories. Save your Hello and welcome to another episode of How Will I Die, starring Nicholas Howe. It's me, Nicholas Howe. Today, we're going to be exploring two shorter deaths, but don't get it twisted because those deaths are just as good as a long death. Before we begin, let's go ahead and set up our Nicks with some stats. So for the first Nick, he is going to be called Gaming Nick, and then the second Nicholas will be called Dancing Nick. Both Gaming Nick and Dancing Nick are both 19, fresh into college, and they are living their lives to the fullest. With that set out, let's go ahead and jump in to the stories. Gaming Nick is a simple boy. He knows everything he wants in life, and the main thing that he wants is to play video games. The problem with that is, he's very broke. College is kind of getting under his skin as far as money goes. He figures he can win some cash. He's been playing video games. He enters every contest possible, so why not him? That's why, when he saw the advertisement online that said if he beat a world record in video game playing, he would be set for life. It actually said that, for life. And Nick was excited, ecstatic even. He could play video games for the rest of his life and not have to worry about anything. All he had to do was complete this challenge, something he was sure he's done before. After all, he's done a lot of competitions and challenges. The challenge, however, proved to be a bit more difficult. You see... Gaming Nicholas had to go to a gaming company's headquarters and basically act out a similar hands-on-a-hard-body situation. Now, if you don't know what that is, hands-on-a-hard-body is a competition where a car dealership will offer a free car to any person who can stay touching a car for, I think, at most, it's supposed to be 48 hours or something like that. I do believe that some hand-on-a-hard-body's events have gone quite longer than that. I can think of one that went on for a week. That was a long time ago, though. Instead of having to touch a car or even touch a video game console or a very specific video game, instead, the challenge was to compete in a survival game. The rules were you weren't allowed to leave your seat except a 10-minute break every eight hours, and you could not die in the game. Gaming Nicholas took this as the ultimate challenge. He figured out ways to get himself fed and showered. He constructed a nice chair that was perfect to sit in for long periods of time. But he was overzealous. He was too extreme in his methods because instead of eating, because that would take away game time, his plan was to insert an IV drip into himself. Now, that technically works sometimes as a replacement 
for food. However, it's not safe and shouldn't be done for a competition. But Gaming Nicholas knew this and he did not care. Rather, he expected to win because of his extremeness. He was going above and beyond, whereas his competitors packed sandwiches. Now the problem is that his IV was not a normal IV. Rather, it was a homemade item that worked in a similar way, but the bag that was used was not a proper item. His mother was helping him with the competition. She saw that his bag was soon to be empty and she thought, hmm, he's been drinking a lot of water and not eating much. I should probably give him some food. Luckily, she had packed a can of tomato soup and was just trying to be a nice woman. She assumed that the cord went down into his mouth. She assumed wrong. So here was Gaming Nicholas playing the survival video game and being pumped full of tomato soup. As painful as that sounds, it was over fairly quickly as his body rejected the tomato soup and eventually he just keeled over. The tournament continued around him as paramedics pulled him out and found a makeshift IV inserted him to himself, and that's how Nicholas died. Full of tomato soup, but in his veins. Dancing Nicholas is a bit more of a life liver. He would go out into the world and explore and just be a part of the world. One of his biggest things that he liked to do was to go to go into dangerous situations. And that's where we find him just before he dies. You see, him and his friends, Jeffrey, Danny, and Paulette, they all decided to go to an active volcano. Pretty cool, right? Nick thought so. So there he is at this volcano with his pals, his friends, his childhood chums. And he is just living his life, just enjoying the idea that anything could happen here and it wouldn't matter because he was living his life to the fullest that's really what it's about that's really what he did with his life was just live it he's been skydiving he's been rocky mountain climbing <laughs> he's ridden a bull sometimes when you live life too extreme or too excitedly that has to end as dancing nick learned you see he was dancing dangerously close to the edge of the volcano now he was already in a restricted zone. He was breaking a lot of rules. All four of them were. But Nicholas, being the leader of the group, being the dumbest of the group, honestly, he wanted more. So he got closer and closer to the edge as a beautiful song played over the radio, probably something by Selena Gomez. He started dancing, just throwing his limbs out. He was Fortnite dancing. Yeah, Fortnite's back in this again. He was just dancing, feeling the rhythm in his arms, legs, and heart. Not in his head quite because he decided to start doing spins. I don't know about you, but every time I do spins, I get a little bit dizzy. Well, he did one too many spins, and he tried to catch his footing, and he stepped on a piece of ash rock and tripped, and he was too close to the side. So much like Gollum in The Lord of the Rings, he fell down into a volcano. Shockingly, when he hit the lava, there was quite a big splash. Some of it got onto the sides of the wall, the crater. Jeffrey, Danny, and Paulette ran to try and find Nicholas. They thought, oh, he's just hanging over the side, haha. <laughs> they actually watched as he was submerged in the lava. Screaming horribly, I might add, because it's a horrific way to die. But one of the last thoughts that he had as he was falling towards the lava was something that I think about to this day. He would be able to take that one chance in his life to drink 
the lava. And that's how he died. Dancing Nicholas dances with the lava no more. So sad, so sad that the many Nicks have to die, but they gotta do it for you, the listener. Hey, it's me, in the middle section, where I talk about things and stuff and things and stuff. And things. And stuff. This week's episode is a bit shorter, because I just started two jobs, and life is hard. I do want you guys to know that I'm very much so still making these even though i waited till the last minutes of the last day of the week to release an episode this week and i'm so sorry about that i don't really have a valid excuse other than being very tired and just not having the energy to record an episode creativity is difficult as a real quick thing in addition to being creative with this just in general i have a special plan for next week's episode it's not a musical i don't know why i'm saying that Next week's episode is going to be a bit more scripted, and it's going to be very fun. I'm very excited for it. It's probably going to be a two-parter, or a one-parter, and then I'm going to talk about it in the next episode. I don't know. I don't know how I'm going to work it out. It's very fun. I'm very excited for it. Another thing I have to mention, because I'm going to mention it every time that I talk to you, is that I have stickers for you. I have a few dozen stickers, and I want to get rid of them. I'm very tired, and that's why I'm singing. So, if you want stickers, please just take them. Come to my home. Enter my home, and take the stickers. Just kidding. Please don't do that, actually. If you know where I live, please please don't come into my home and take my stickers. That's weird. Don't come into my home. Even if I invite you, don't come in. As I've mentioned a few moments ago, I have two jobs. Recent jobs. One of them I can very much share with you, and that is that I've become a articleist on CBR.com. That's comicbookresources.com. My first article went up very recently, and I'm working on three more as I speak into this microphone. It's a very fun and rewarding job, and I'm glad that I get to do it because I get to focus on nerd culture and really cool topics that I actually enjoyed talking about but didn't feel like making a podcast about them because there's already so many podcasts about nerd things like just think about the number of comic book podcasts that there are when you could just go and read the comic books yourself I guess but you know what you can't do yourself experience my deaths so I guess you could say I'm better than every podcast about comic books there is. Just kidding. If you guys want to go check that out, I'll leave a link to my first article and any articles that I publish after this one. I'll put a link in just so that if you guys want to check them out, go ahead and do that. I guess that's my first promo this week. My second promo this week, however, is for Rinkside. So let's go ahead and listen to Zach and Kevin with Rinkside. Hey, I'm Zach. And I'm Kevin. And we're the hosts of the Rinkside Podcast. We were annoyed by the lack of hockey coverage on local sports radio and decided that we were stupid enough to try and provide some ourselves. We have what we call the Rinkside Guarantee. We guarantee that the podcast you're currently listening to is better than ours. We are literally just two halves of one whole idiot trying to fumble through covering the Detroit Red Wings, the National Hockey League, and hockey in general. Check us out on Facebook and Twitter at RinksidePod. And subscribe to us on all your favorite podcast providers. Every time you listen to our podcast, it brings us one step closer to our ultimate business goal of purchasing the Arizona Coyotes and then moving them to Detroit. What? Now, back to your regularly scheduled programming. Or just another commercial. We aren't the ones who make those choices. They're right. We're going back to the regularly scheduled programming. Enjoy the ratings 
and the look at the historical reasons why these two stories exist. Take it away, past me. The first story that we talked about actually happened, not how I made it happen, because I obviously put my own spin of me on it. The actual event that happened is a lot worse, sadly. A woman who was, I believe, on life support in 2012, a woman by the name of Ilda. I'm not going to say her full name. If you Google the words injected with soup, you'll find many news stories about it. Basically, what happened was her nurse had accidentally instead of injecting the food into the food tube that she was connected to, injected it into her IV. It's an incredibly horrible death, and it's very sad that it's a real thing that happened in life, but mistakes happen, and we all have to move on in life. Sometimes a nurse accidentally puts a needle in a wrong tube. Sometimes a mom puts tomato soup in her son's veins. You never know how life is going to happen. Now, I should note that Ilda's case in 2012, she didn't necessarily die from the soup being injected into her. She died from an embolism, which is a whole separate thing that you guys can discuss amongst yourselves if that's... I don't know. I could not imagine being that nurse and dealing with that situation, like living with the fact that you accidentally killed someone with soup. That suck! And the second story, the dancing around lava, that one is incredibly common compared to the soup. So every year, approximately 845 people die from volcano experiences. That can be falling into a volcano, being incredibly stupid, and drinking volcano juice, aka lava. That would be a cool drink name though. TM TM uh lava juice uh I don't remember what I said. Dang it. Volcano juice? I don't know. Whatever. I, I've lost it, so you guys can take it. But it's wild that 845 people each year, that is a heck of a lot of people. I've definitely met at least 184 people in my life. All of them are now dead from <laughs> volcanoes. It's interesting how common these things that I talk about in this show are. Sometimes a few thousand people will be eaten or crushed by machines, and then you get sometimes a single person who is is injected with soup or who threw himself out a window. It's just interesting to me. So that's it for the history. Let's go into the ratings. How likely are these two deaths? Let's start with, obviously, Gaming Nick. So Gaming Nick and I share a lot of the same qualities. We're both very lazy. I don't necessarily play as much, as many video games as Gaming Nick did. I play some. I did spend a lot of my finals in my second to last semester playing Skyrim for the first time ever, and that was last year in November. I don't know. I don't think that I would ever purposefully set myself up on a homemade IV system, but I've done weirder things in my life, I think. So if I'm going to give this one a rating out of 10, I'm going to give it probably a three. Add in the fact that I don't think my mom would pour soup into a bag that was attached to me in any way, because that'd be very stupid. Also, I hate tomato soup. Yeah, I said it. What of it? So three out of four is my ranking on that. Now the second story... (laughs) I am much more likely to be stupid and do. I have been around a few volcanic areas, not necessarily at the very top because I'm not that dumb, but I have been around enough to know that I would be that dumb if I was given the opportunity. A few friends of mine, I could see going to a volcano and going all the way to the crust.
crust or whatever it's called. I don't know volcanic anatomy. I don't know human anatomy either. How many bones are in the body? Like 236? I don't know. But I would probably do this one. So I'm going to say that this is... Oh, and I do have to re-mention, because for some reason I mentioned this in the first place, Selena Gomez song playing on the radio. Pins on the song, for sure. But if you give me the right Selena song, especially her early works, post-Disney, but pre, like, quote-unquote adulthood, I get down (laughs) to that music. So this one... Yeah, definitely 7 out of 10. Let's go 7 out of 10 for this one, 3 out of 10 for the first one. And that's going to be it for the stories. For this week's ending segment, I do not have anything prepared. I do not have a spam slam, which is very sad. I do not have thoughts on anything. So I will give you guys a clue as to what happens in the next episode. If you want it to be, it is a mystery. That's going to do it for this week's episode. I've been Nicholas Howe. You know. You know who I am, probably. Again, please don't come into my house but that's gonna be it and i'm gonna let you guys go about your days living like the last two nicks can't and remember death is coming so why worry about the inevitable focus on the possibilities five minutes till they pull the switch they say you'll only feel an itch but they watch the catatonic twitch and the smoke that flows around you they're beneath the gamma rays Watch my soul just burn away Don't you even try to pray My fate is predetermined You won't see me returning And save your stories